the world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. I am so thrilled you are able to join NUMA Podcast today. The key text for this podcast is the book of First Thessalonians, chapter 4, verse 13 to 18. And regarding the question, friends, that has come up about what happens to those already dead and buried, we don't want you in the dark any longer. First off, you must not carry on over them like people who have nothing to look forward to, as if the grave were the last word. Since Jesus died and broke loose from the grave, God will most certainly bring back to life those who died in Jesus. And then we can tell you with complete confidence we have the Master's word on it, that when the Master comes again to get us, those of us who are still alive will not get a jumped on the dead and leave them behind. In actual fact, they will be ahead of us. The Master himself will give the command, Archangel thunder, God's trumpets blast, he will come down from heaven, and the dead in Christ will rise. They will go first. Then the rest of us who are still alive at the time will be caught up with them into the clouds to meet the Master. Oh, we will be walking on earth, and then there will be one huge family reunion with the Master. So reassure one another with these words. Please join me as I bring this podcast before the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you today for another opportunity to be able to bring your word to the world. And Lord, I ask, O oh Lord, that even as I speak today, that you inspire the sound of my voice, so that as many, O oh God, that will come across this podcast around the world will be blessed. And Lord, I pray that you will support and comfort your children in all difficulties that they may be experiencing just now. I thank you because... You, as always, have answered our prayers. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The title of this podcast is Hope 
in the darkness of loss. Hope in the darkness of loss. The world today for majority is already a difficult place. And the last thing people need is a reminder of the pain some may be experiencing right now about the loss of their loved ones recently or a long time ago. Most of you already know that there is no time limit for grieving. For some, it may be only a matter of a short time, weeks and months. However, for others, it may be years or even a lifetime. This is because every human being is wired differently and therefore approaches issues of life otherwise. So, whatever spectrum you may be on, I would like to inform you today, especially if you are a child of God, that beyond this sphere we call earth, there is hope. Hope for all those that have translated to the other side of eternity. And if that is the case, then we must do well to rejoice and remember their legacies positively. This we can do by emulating the positive lives they may have lived, so that in the end we too can be welcomed into the presence of God to hear Jesus Christ say to us, Well done and welcome. Some people may still wonder and ask, why should we remember those who have passed? My answer today would be a resounding, yes, you should. Yes, it is important that you remember those that you have lost. It is important to remember and honor the memories of our loved ones. Come with me as we explore and reflect together on this subject. Death and dying, no matter how we want to avoid the subject, is one of the mysteries of this life that every mortal must submit to at some point, so long as we are still on this side of eternity. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 to 28 has this to say, Everyone has to die once, then face the consequences. Christ's death was also a one-time event, but it was a sacrifice that took care of sins forever. And so, when he next appears, the outcome for those eager to greet him is precisely salvation. Wow. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, it is a reality when a loved one passes on to stop from time to time to remember them, even when we don't want to do so. There is a value in remembering our past loved ones, especially the time we share together as family and friends. We reminisce about those great times and yet all that we are left with is the precious memories left behind. 
there are many ways that the footprints of those memories are deposited. For some, it is having a dream about them. For others, it may be in material items that their loved ones used to have. And these can range from as large as a house to as little as a ring. And all these intangible and tangible items refreshes our memories and thus reminds us of our past loved ones. One of the reasons remembering loved ones is important is because every life that has ever been lived here on this side of eternity has a story and memories of them helps us in weaving through those to which we are a part in some ways, whether positive or negative. This reflection helps us to reevaluate our own lives, and this simple action has the capacity to change us for good. Because as we remember them, we consider that someday we too would be no more, and if that is the case, then the compulsion to live a worthy life would be so strong that eternity would become a priority to us. I descended remotely from a family of a paramount ruler of our clan in the state of Benue, Nigeria. My extended family has grown so large, so much so that we have lost connection as descendants of a great chief. Recently, I decided to write a short bio story of my great-great-grandfather, the Paramount Ruler. Not because of the good he had done, but the evil he had allegedly done, as they seems to overshadow the good. My intention to remember him in this way is to highlight what we can learn about him so that we as his descendants could use it to shape our lives and that of the next generation. It is so easy not to want to look into the past, but it helps one way or the other if we did. While remembering our lost loved ones is a good thing, our key text today, which is 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 to 18, encourages believers in Jesus Christ to remember not to be fixated on the memories of the dead like those without hope. This is why whenever we remember our loved ones, we must do so with hope, allowing our hope in Jesus Christ to light up the darkness of this loss. The Apostle Paul in verses number 13 to 14 of the same chapter pointedly states, Regarding the questions, friends, that has come up about what happened to those already dead and buried, we don't want you in the dark any longer. First off, you must not carry on over them like people who have nothing to look forward to, as if the grave were the last word. Since Jesus died and broke loose from the grave, God will most certainly bring back to life those who died in Jesus. The Apostle Paul was eager to demonstrate to the Thessalonian church what the premises of the hope we have in Jesus Christ should be. 
of course in those days like some part of the world today death for the sake of Christ was ever present in their lives so it makes much spiritual sense to prepare their minds if that was to happen to them and prepare the minds of the survivors This is Numa podcast with the Reverend Michelangelo Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. That all will be well for the child of God. This mindset I believe was the reason Paul said again stating in uh Philippians chapter 1 verse 21 for to me living means opportunities for Christ and dying well that's better yet for the child of God there is no uh difference between being here on this side of eternity and being with Christ so long as Jesus Christ is in it because while we're here Jesus is present while we are on the other side he's there too so in essence no child of god dies all that happen is translation so when a christian passes on that christian translates into the presence of god from this side of eternity our central text again that's 1st Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 13 to 18 It presents us some important insights that can change and realign our perceptions about the way we live and the way we die which in turn are connected to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ through the death of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. Believers can see death from a very different perspective from others who are yet to believe because for them that can only mean one thing eternal oblivion and therefore the end of all their hopes of course there are other belief system too for example total obliteration which I've spoken about now purgatory and reincarnation the question we must ask is whether such belief system offers any real hope maybe it does for some people but i doubt if it does for me as a child of god those who believe that total obliteration will clear them of all burdens makes it too convenient and as such live a pathetic lives because there is no tomorrow for them those who entrench their faith in purgatory also are of the opinion that whatever happened on the side doesn't matter as they can have benefit of being given a second chance and this concept too is similar to those that believe in reincarnation as it presents to them a vague opportunity of rebirth in all this We are taking back again to Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 to 28. Here's what he says. Everyone has to die once then face the consequence. Christ's death was also a one-time event, but it was a sacrifice that took care of sins forever. And so, when he next appears, the outcome for those eager to greet him is precisely salvation. 
Believers in Jesus Christ are not ignorant of the consequence of our actions and as a result lives lives that are glorifying to God and therefore not afraid of the one-time event in a lifetime which is called death. The good news again for you today, my brothers and my sisters, is the fact that our destination has already been secured. Here is what Jesus Christ said about your eternal security. That is John chapter 14 verse 1 to 3. Let not your heart be troubled. You are trusting God. Now trust in me. There are many homes up there where my father lives. And I am going to prepare them for your coming. When everything is ready, then I will come and get you so that you can always be with me and where I am, if this were in so, I would have tell you plainly. Brothers and sisters, isn't that a reason to rejoice? Because we have a superior argument when things go wrong? There are so many practices that might make people fearful and hopeless of the other side of eternity. For example, the belief that the souls of the dead comes out once a year in Halloween, of course, to wander around the world and the living are supposed to appease them by making offerings to keep them from bringing bad locks. These kind of belief can only intensify fear to those that believe them. Thank God, followers of Jesus Christ are not subjected to these narratives because our hopes are not established on myths birthed on Christ Jesus the rock who have gone before us as the scripture said. Having said all this, it is important to keep in mind, brothers and sisters, that though Christ died for us and we can have hope in him, we have the singular duty to live lives that are glory to God, our creator, and equally share the good news with others until everyone gets the chance to hear that they too can find hope in the darkness of their loss. So that when they do remember their lost loved ones, it will be a true celebration of life instead of grieving. As we reflect on the life and times of our loved ones today, let us understand also that the death of Jesus Christ on Calvary is a powerful validation of truth that cannot be overshadowed by modernity or anything else. The Apostle Peter's Acts chapter 2 verse 22 to 36 message I acknowledge the fact that Jesus' crucifixion was a wicked thing done to him, but it was a part of God's plan of salvation for mankind, so that in moments of darkness, sin and death will be defeated outrightly. This, my brothers and sisters, is what gave us that hope, even in the darkness of this life. As I conclude this message today, may I remind us all that it is quite possible to get stuck in the act of remembering our lost loved ones. However, it can become unhealthy 
if we allow ourselves to be defined by those memories, healthy remembering honors our lost loved ones and glorifies our God and empowers us to adapt to living with the loss and propels us also to that place where we can join with the Apostle Paul as he said. That's in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18. No matter what happens, always be thankful. For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Today, we give thanks. Not that something we term bad happened to us, but because even in an apparently bad situation, we can still say, thank you, Lord. With this, my brothers and sisters, I will say God bless you and please join me as I pray again. Eternal Rock of Ages, I thank you once more for this time with my brothers and my sisters. I pray God that as many that has listened to this podcast that you will bless even those who come across this message that are going through uh, some suffering of loss in one way or the other. I pray that they may find comfort in this message. All of this, Father, I ask again in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.